here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, welcome inside to Alex Garrett Podcasting, and uh, there's a lot on my mind today. Thanks for those who continue to listen. Continue to go to alexgnyc.net. I mean, we're growing here. I feel it. I sense it, and I thank you for it. Uh, But there's a couple of very important updates I'd like to let you know about. Firstly, President-elect Biden has had some strong news uh, to be delivered to New Yorkers. Did you know that we are on track to get $2 billion more in a massive relief plan that President-elect Biden announced yesterday, uh, $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan? $30 $30 billion into FEMA's disaster relief and 100% federal reimbursement for, reimbursement for COVID-19 emergency responses by both state and local governments. Look, you might say this is too much, but I say we need it here in New York especially. We've had funds taken away from us multiple times uh, during this pandemic. We had help, yes. I'm not discounting that. But at the end of the day, we still did not get the funding we needed. So to see $2 billion, which I guess Senator Schumer is is wanting, is a big deal to me. And I hope, as a New Yorker, conservative or not, it's a big deal to you. We need the shot in the arm. We need a bigger shot in the arm than just the vaccine. Now, that's also very interesting because we're running out of vaccines, according to Mayor de Blasio. Meanwhile, they said a couple weeks, like a week from now, we're going to have a vaccination site at City Field. So I'm not sure what he's what the dealio is. Why open it up if you're going to run out of it? I'm confused. I hope we have some left over for our New Yorkers. But $2 billion coming to us here in New York, a much needed shot in the arm. And I'm, I'm excited to see what that could be building to, how that can help reopen everything. By the way, I've never known a state of the address to take like four to five days, but For Andrew Cuomo, that's what he did. He decided to just take the mic five days into a state of the state every day. How many days can you talk about the state of the state and not act on fixing the state of the state? I ask you. But there's something more intriguing I'd like to talk to you about tonight. Beyond politics, beyond what we're seeing about the National Guard camping out in the Capitol, it's very surreal stuff we're seeing, actually. I'd like to talk to you about a thing called neurodiversity. Uh, This is an intro to it, but I want you to be introduced to a woman named Tara Keene, K-I-E-N-E. She's the president and CEO of Community Connections. And she in the Durango Herald writes this incredible piece about changing the perceptions of the disabled community. And I think that is always what we need to do. We need to continue to smash stigma. But listen to how she writes about it. This is so cool. She wrote a great story. And what I would like to highlight are a couple points that she made and I totally agree with. By focusing on people, on ridding people of their disabilities, we discount the capabilities they offer. Right there, I've often been encouraged to get a prosthetic leg. 
personally. That has always been like someone saying, why don't you do this? And I tried it. And I wanted to try it as an adult. But then I thought, that wouldn't be the real me. That rollerblading would stop if I had a prosthetic leg. And more importantly, it would not be me uh, and the God that, and, and, and who God made. So there's a lot of reasons why I enjoy rollerblading around the city. I enjoy not having a prosthetic. Because I don't believe in ridding anything. I believe in overcoming it. I don't believe in ridding it. I believe in continuing to love it, grow with it, and continue to roll on with it. Let me put it that way. And then, and so that, that's the first part. But this whole idea that we can reshape, reframe abilities and disabilities is great to hear. I want to hear more of that. I don't want to hear, oh, well, you're this, so you can't do this. I want to hear, you're this, and we're going to make it so that you can do this. We're going to love on you, and you're going to do it. That's how, luckily, my family raised me, I feel, and that's how my friends were raised in the disabled community. Kudos to Tara Keem for this article. I definitely want to bring her on and see what we can do and see how we can cover neurodiversity. And there's some trending articles on this too if you type in neurodiversity right now, which is also awesome. It means it's not a small thing. It's, it's really a growing thing. It's a term that psychologists coined since 1998. And it says, you have a neuro issue? We're going to help you get through it and we're going to help you grow with it. We're going to show you that you're gifted and talented. We're not going to tell you you're not. And we're not going to say that word, those words as something against you. We're going to say, yes, you are gifted and talented. And that reminds me, here in New York City, the gifted and talented test is being done away with. And you know what? I agree with it. I agree that if you're gifted and talented and there's something maybe not neurologically right, you then shouldn't be tested extra. You should be loved on. You should be appreciated. You should be accepted. Test scores are something, okay? I honestly had a 2.6 GPA in college, yet I feel like I've worked myself through that. And I feel like grades don't define us. So getting rid of that requirement is going to be a big step. I think it opens the doors for more gifted and talented, for more neurodiversity. If we could just stop stigmatizing everything about the disabled community and say, yeah, there is ability here. There is adaptability here. I'd be all for that. She said, many people with learning disabilities find that they have struggled with reading, and because of that, they develop extraordinary memories, and that benefits them in their later careers. Also, can we stop hiring people just because it feels good, it's a feel-good story? Hire them because they deserve to be hired. Hire them not just to talk about diversity and meeting a quota. 
Hire them because you see something in them that maybe someone, a business down the road, doesn't see in them or refuses to see in them. Hire them because you know they can do a good job. Not because it's some nice community service award. No. No. The disability community is more than inspirational. It's more than a community service effort to get them included. We're just here. We are amongst you. And the moment we say, yeah, he's being hired or she's being hired because of what she can do, not because she's overcoming what she can't do, we'll be in a better spot. The more we say, I'm hiring you because I want to, I know you can do something. I know you're working on whatever you're dealing with, and I want to see that work in my company. Not to get some newspaper article about how this company hired this person. I mean, it's nice, but that's not why we exist. The community and the adapting exists because we choose to exist. We choose to adapt to whatever we got going on. And I hope you realize that. I hope you feel it. I hope if you're a business owner listening to this, that you feel even more inspired to bring on people differently able, disabled people, whatever you want to say. And not because you want to feel good about yourself, because you know they can do the job. You know they are equal opportunity for a reason, not just because it says so on some plaque, but because you know that they can do it. And I'm glad there are programs to help people who get frustrated, who get down, who don't know if they can do it. There are programs there to help. I love that. But you know what I love even more? The fact that companies can take a risk on someone, not the average Joe, not your regular, someone who's been stigmatized. And then someone who takes that stigma and feels it personally will feel better about themselves because you know because they know you see them for more than just what's on the cover. There is no doubt it takes a community effort. But there's also no doubt that community embraces, not memorializes it or highlights it as some great community service. It should be accepted that people with disabilities can do something amazing. It shouldn't be some shock to people. It shouldn't be like that, you know, what, how many disabled people does it take to light up a light bulb? One in five seconds is very, it shouldn't be that way. Let's stop assuming disabled people can't adapt, can't learn, can't relearn, can't restudy, can't get themselves back on track. But let's hire them because we know they can do great things. And not just for a photo op but for the betterment of a company. I'm Alex Garrett, Alex G in NYC, Alex G in NYC at gmail.com. We are reframing, baby. We're adapting, we're reframing, and we are living. Come with us as we live together in these crazy, crazy times.